Listening, gather around. We're about to go down, yeah, downtown to the fucking podcast of the year. Yes, it's us. Have no fear. We're the dopest dynamic duo to ever do it. Yo, I never screw it up because I always fuck it up because it's me, Machete. Yo, fucking shit up. And we got Cheech here, and he's on the guitar. Yeah, homies, you know who we are. We're the dopest show. If I hadn't said it already, excuse me, yo, we about to get ready. There's no Katie here. She's out visiting. She's in Wisconsin. She's actually getting crazy, crazy and mating, masturbating with her family members. Yo, she is crazy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was amazing <laughs> we're like, so good fucking katie man she's gone yeah she's like man. i'm thinking i'm thinking that she is a little over the show right now <laughs> i know, I know. <laughs> she laughs at that it's ridiculous i laugh at you she's Never. about she's all about the show she you know what she told me yesterday oh say? i'm gonna come oh whoa oh, shit <laughs> she never told me that uh <laughs> that's good <laughs> <clears throat> um, um yeah how you been but i'm good katie is still in michigan right mm-hmm. yep. wisconsin wherever <laughs> one of those two uh, uh, yeah um and i guess she's just too busy for us she's too good for us now that she's uh back she's a wisconsin queen you know it's what yeah, she tells sure. us she says they treat her like royalty. They give her free cheese curds at the <laughs> local Culver's. She gets all the cheese curds she all wants. Cheese curds. I mean, why would you leave that? Why would you leave that to come to a know. show you, and you get? Be, yeah, that would be stupid. swimming in cheese curds. <laughs> As she probably is right now. And you know what? You know what? I think Katie is um, made of cheese curds. <laughs> <laughs> she's ha- she has this newfound enthusiasm for her family. I mean, yeah, her she family, does. her mother in particular. Yeah, we patched up some shit, and then now the whole family's getting along. And Katie just—I don't think she should be. I mean, I'm not, I'm not no fucking, I'm not her life coach or anything. But I don't think she should be in LA. I think she should go to Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. What? Dang. I think so. I think that's the move for her. I think that like she could come through and be a fucking LA one right or you can be a wisconsin <laughs> three i mean what do you want you know i'm just kidding i kid i yeah, kid i, I kid she's moving too fast with her mom i think it's you know she should take it slow i don't think it's it, just that i don't know i just don't like, rush in I, I love katie with all my heart and soul and i really want her to move to away her. as far as possible. I want what's best for her. I'm not gonna lie. I, I do. Uh, I do really want that. And sometimes it's um, it's just you know going back to the to your hometown, homeland, and just being like, yeah. If you're if you're 30 fucking years old and your dad's buying a car for you, <laughs> you know, I don't know. If she loves. Are, She's exactly close with her family, man. I mean, it's just not the same with, you know, I know you don't have the same relationship with your dad, but <laughs> I patched it up. Me and my dad are tight, bro. Me and him do drugs yeah? together. Yeah. 
<laughs> done drugs together. Yeah, See, so, yeah, it's not exactly a normal relationship either. <laughs> Yo, I'm not gonna front. I, I'm not <laughs> ever, I never claimed that it was, and nor do I like move around my shit for for his shit. So um, I get it. It's just different dynamics, you know. Yeah. And you are like, you know, same thing with your family too. You're tight knit, but you always mm-hmm. see them, so you can never miss them. So you know what I mean. I get it's it. It's true. Yeah. So it's a tough. It's a tough gig, you know. But at the end of the day, I think. Um, I think Kitty's just wasting her time wor- working at that fucking at that <laughs> plant at that power plant that she's working at. <laughs> Are you just and, doing this because you think she'll never listen to this, or are you? Just, well, are you I know she'll you never listen, to listen for to one. <laughs> for two, the people who are listening right now can be like, "Ooh, Shay, talking you. shit." I'm not talking <laughs> shit. It's just I want I want what's best for Katie. I've seen Katie shine in the most amazing way, and that's all I want my homegirl to do is just to shine. And it ain't gonna be in a fucking warehouse at this power plant place she's working at. Not <laughs> gonna work. <laughs> Was she Homer Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> well, now nah, she works for uh, the a company that supplies <laughs> power plants to. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, I think that job is taking over a substantial part of her life, and I think she's even still working from Wisconsin, so she's not right. I mean, she's not even. That's why she didn't want to do today because she just got off work and then she's got to do our show. It's gonna screw up all yeah, the no, I, I mean, remaining I get it. time. I think I that it. job is killing her. I just want what's best for her. And one thing I'm gonna be real is that, like you know, jobs like that, bro. There's nothing worse than a crazy. Uh, no, there's nothing worse than a good job. Wait, wait. How, how does what? that saying go? There's a saying. There's a saying. It's like. Job. Wait, wait, wait. No, this is, all right. A good job is the best dream killer. Oh dang! You're gonna start crying. <laughs> um, That's why I ain't got no job. I'm still living my dreams. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dog. Still chasing and, those dreams. Yeah. Um, speaking of dreams, um, are you having dreams these days? What's the deal with your what's your dream sitch like? Uh, dream switch snitch switch <laughs> sitch <laughs> is uh. Do you have them or no? Oh, yeah. Every night. Every night I have a dream. It's really not that big of a deal. I mean, uh, (laughs) you know, everybody has them every night. I know. (laughs) But I mean, like, do you, like, uh, dream every night or not so much or every other night? Or is it It, like you have good dreams, you have bad dreams, you wake up every night? You know what's weird? What is weird about my dreams? I have dreams about people. My most frequent dreams I have. Uh, dreams from pe- about people from elementary school that I mm, or from middle mm, school. I haven't mm. literally not seen these people in years and years, but for some right. reason they come up in my dreams all the time. And wow. it doesn't matter where, like, they're sometimes I, a lot of times I have dreams about being in school, but um, I guess because I was in school for so long because <laughs> it took me uh, a long yeah. time to graduate, yeah, yeah, but definitely. Um, that is weird, and I don't know what that's about. But they're not even necessarily there. They're like in situations where they shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I haven't talked to you in twenty years, so why are you, you know, at this place? So that is weird, but it doesn't trouble me really. It's actually like seeing an old friend that I don't hang out with anymore. So it's like pleasant yeah. at at best and weird at most. I, I had, <laughs> I had randomly like you know you follow friends on Facebook and stuff like and especially friends who you don't um, yeah. um, you know, 
whatever, just people who are from your high school, and you're like, yeah, whatever, I remember you. And somebody posted a picture of this, um, uh, it's like um, like, uh, your middle school yearbook, basically. I mean, there's really no Mm -hmm. one else to say it. So middle school yearbook. And there was this one in particular picture that I saw that was literally, like I saw the picture, and I was like transported 25, 26 years or whatever the fuck is number 25 years or whatever mm-hmm. to middle school, dude. It just like I saw this fucking photo because someone took like either they took like a picture of the yearbook photo and it was a group photo. It wasn't just one person. So it was a group mm-hmm. photo and it was like they had this fashion show that they were doing and then all the quote unquote pretty girls were like there and it made mm-hmm. me, it maybe have beat it to that fucking photo a bunch of times. Still. And, uh, <laughs> Still drinking up to fucking thirteen year olds. One for good old time's sake. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> so no, no, no. I just, I didn't youngsters. I did, I didn't because you know back then the, the like you know when you saw like if you could imagine what a full uh, 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 yearbook photo looks like twenty five yeah. years ago. Shitty. It's not high def, bro. No. But I still made it work. <laughs> <laughs> still enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it did. It had a lot of the cute girls in school, and I just remember. I just remember going through, like, going to each and every girl, like, looking at them, going, "Got it, got it, need it." Got, no, I'm playing. Um, no, it was. It was just one of those moments, dude, where I was like, I saw a fo- this photo, and this one girl in particular. Um, her name is Joanna, and she crossed herself out because she didn't like the way she looked on the yearbook, mm-hmm. right? I, well. It sounds funny because she did it to my yearbook when I had her. You know, if your friends sign it or whatever, mm. that's like, that's a thing. KIT, all that good shit. Um, and then she would go to her. You're like, what? Uh, Kissing no. you in a tree? No. <laughs> keep in touch. <laughs> oh, keep um, in touch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> tree. I thought you were saying like some kid shit. You know, KIT, uh, kissing in the tree. Yeah. Uh, I was like, shit. Nah, um, she went and she like, um, Joanna saw her photo in that that fashion show picture group photo. She Obviously, X'd, nobody wrote that in my yearbook. She X'd it. She X'd herself out in her yeah. face. Her face. Like, she X'd it out because she didn't like it. And then she went mm-hmm. down and saw her name and then scribbled out her name. Oh, wow. And so I was like, I remember that distinctly. And no fucking bullshit. The chick who fucking posted this, Joanna also did that shit to her yearbook too. Oh wow! And I was just like, "Yo, this girl was thorough." This and that girl girl's dead right now. Right? Uh, well, she, she killed herself. <laughs> <laughs> she scribbled her face in real life. That's um, super dark. That's depressing. That's I know, like a fucking. Look, I'm not saying it was a it was the light story. Sell that but, to Blumhouse. <laughs> <laughs> to chum house um yeah but yeah i mean so that being said i uh had a dream that i was in high school again but even though i was in middle school and it was yeah I, it's so funny you mentioned that because i like i've never really had any type of uh of feel- oh and i scrolled down and this is another thing this is another weird thing and then my friend who was my next door neighbor um his wife commented on the photo and I clicked on her picture, and it was a photo because my friend doesn't have Facebook. He's like, he's like, he's that guy who doesn't have nothing. He's like, mm. he chose to say fuck all that shit and, and yeah. whatever. So he's happy. He's happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a picture of him, and I haven't seen his face oh, in no. about is it old seventeen years, eighteen years. 
Is it gross? No, he's a good. He's good. I'm just, it was just kind of just a trip. Yeah. Somebody, you know, who you see, you imagine, and this is what I'm only speaking for myself, of course, but I just think if you don't see somebody, you like think they die or something. <laughs> no, I like that. I know, like, I know, you know, life goes on and all that shit, but like, where's the proof? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Mm. So, um, I do think about that every once in a while. Like, every famous person in the world, they're out there somewhere right now doing something. Everybody that you've ever known is out there doing something right now. It's kind of weird. Cause like, it is weird. It's just wild to think about. I mean, there's billions of people out there doing something that doesn't involve you, <laughs> but we're so involved, you know? Yeah. It's weird. I mean, if, if you've seen, have you seen um, like Post Malone stuff that pops up, right? Like videos of yeah. Post Malone in his first music video and all this weird shit. You're just like, damn, dude. Like, but prior, like in my years, if you were a, a, if you're a famous person who was born before, um, I don't know, 2005, most likely you mm-hmm. don't have evidence of your childhood in the form of, of social media, mm-hmm. right? But if you're born in two, even if a little bit before 2003, 2004, whatever, you have like a crazy record of everything because everything is social media, right? Yeah. So I've done some crazy shit and I, you know, but there is no record of it. <laughs> no one can prove that you did no it. No one can prove that I didn't do it <laughs> or did do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that being said, it's just kind of interesting now that when you see like, I think a, a video of Post Malone's first video, um, music video that he was like singing to surfaced recently and it was just like ah bro and then there was like um, another meme going around about po- I don't know why I'm speaking on Post Malone but he's just a, the perfect example how old mm-hmm. is Post Malone probably like 22 or something for real um, let's see what's up let's see he is 26 oh shit he's older okay, than I cool. well then yeah, but even then, even even as a twenty six year old, I mean, he was born like in ninety ninety eight or whatever, right? Or ninety seven. I didn't check. <laughs> so he was born in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, nineteen ninety five. Okay, my bad. So he was born in ninety five. So then it's like as his teenage years are really like going crazy, because what he's ten years old in tw- in two thousand five. He mm-hmm. is, so he's thirteen years old in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. And so we're Facebook's talking, starting to go. Facebook has been up and up. Like the rise and fall of MySpace has dawned upon us. Mm-hmm. Twitter's starting to pop. I remember a buddy of mine in, like, I would say 2008 or nine. He was talking about this thing called microblogging, which was AKA Twitter. He's like, bro, this is you got to check this out. It's it's like microblogging. <laughs> you just blog in smaller chunks instead of like a bigger. I was like, what? Um, <laughs> the fuck you talking about stupid yeah and it was stupid (laughs) and And it still is stupid but it's killing it it's still killing you know so good on them is it i thought i thought twitter was like the worst one now like the most of the weakest link well just uh all you need to do is just uh check out um you know donald trump lost trump they lost him they don't they don't have it anymore they kicked him off oh it's so fucking crazy dude you know what was a flash yeah. to the past was this movie that I saw when I was a little kid, but I watched again uh, just recently because Christina had never seen it. 
I know you've seen it. American Me. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> that movie is, so in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh, obviously it's a good movie. I was thinking like, oh, it's a good one. She's going to yeah. like it. But I forgot like, there's nothing to that movie except for horrible murders. There's like yes. a horrible murder and then like a short scene and then a horrible murder. Short scene, horrible murder, horrible <laughs> murder. And it's like through the whole movie, something terrible is happening like every other scene. The only other storyline is his, the, his brief few dates that he goes on with that girl. Right, that's right. And then it just goes back to horrible murder. So I, I would say that American Me. But it was me, good though. American Me I've, saw, I've seen about three times. Yeah. In my life. There was another movie very similar to it that took the <laughs> blood cake. Blood in, blood out. Blood in, blood out. And I saw that probably about 10 times. Really? And the movie was twice as long. And in my... Okay. Okay. So let, a, me talk, right, yeah. let me talk about it. So Edward... Uh-huh. This American Me was directed by Edward James Olmos. Oh, I didn't know who's that. A, who is a very good actor he's also the star of the movie and i guess he has a lot to do with the story and apparently so i saw danny trejo doing an interview oh and the story is about the beginnings of the mexican mafia in prison okay Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. in this movie there's him who he plays like the main guy and then there's another dude named jd who is a white guy who acts mexican so i looked up that there, he is actually based off of a real guy of the real guy who was one of the founders. This guy named Joe Morgan, Joe Pegleg Morgan. And in the movie, mm-hmm. JD does get shot in the leg and has a fake leg. Right. So in real life, there was this guy Joe Morgan who actually had a peg leg uh-huh. and actually was one of the founders of the Mexican Mafia. So then I saw an interview with Danny Trejo because I was looking in American Me, and he said mm. that ten people got murdered over American Me. Because in the movie, uh, the main character he goes to jail. He goes to juvie when he's a kid, and he right. when he first gets there, he gets raped by at knife point. And then after he gets raped, he turns around and turns the knife on the guy and kills the guy who raped him. So Danny Trejo said that they hated the fact that they made the head of the mafia, Mexican mafia, be raped. So because of that. And some and like in every other scene, they're raping somebody in this movie. <laughs> There's a lot right. of rapes. <laughs> so basically, all the homosexuality stuff they that caused them to go and they killed like four like four people on the outside and six people in prison that were in um, not informants. They were uh, what are they called when you bring in people undercover? No, to help with the movie. Consultants. Oh, consultants. Yeah. The, so these were consultants. So like people that were part of that gang life, I'm assuming. <clears throat> but according to Danny Trejo, they killed 10 of them because they because <laughs> they were involved with this movie. And they said that if Edward James almost would have showed his face in LA, he would have been killed at the time. Like there was a hit out on him because of all the gay stuff in the movie. And mostly because they made that guy rape. Wow, get dude. raped. And they said that uh, he... He said also he said that he got permission from that guy Joe Morgan which I guess he was just lying about. So, it's a lot of controversy. And then of course Danny Trail talking about blood in blood out, he was in that, right? He's in it. And he said 
he's like, oh, but my movie, Blood In, Blood Out, everyone loved because we didn't disrespect nobody. You know, we just kept it real. Yeah. And, you so know I, the, but, and the thing is, I realized that the par- mm-hmm. there was parallels between the story and I was confused about it. I was like, wait, this is the exact same story about how the mafia became the Mexican What the fuck? And I identified with the characters a little bit more with Blood and Blood Out because they made, they had the whole backstory of the, of Miklo and the fucking, and you had, uh, you know, what? So, it, Blood and Blood Out, similar story. There's three, three guys, two mm-hmm. of them are Mexican, and the one of them is white. Half white. S- half white. Okay, uh, but he looks white, you know? Yeah. Well, but he passing. talks like a cholo, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, it is the same story, and he ends up going to jail, right? And starting the mafia yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in jail, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 that's right. So, they are very similar movies, but I got to say, in... I saw Blood In, Blood Out one time because it was long as fuck. It's and then long. I was, but I was like, you know what? We should watch this one too because it's, you know, you don't yeah. get much more Mexican than this shit. You don't. So, but you know, that was interesting too, but we'll talk about that. But I watched the trailer for Blood In, Blood Out because I wanted mm-hmm. to watch it again. It looked really bad. <laughs> it it's looked, not, look, I'm not, I'm not really saying, bad. I'm not saying this is, this is a great fucking movie. I'm just okay. saying that it was just a, a part of my life. Yeah. Like, just like that. I have no idea why. I, I was lucky enough to uh, meet a few of the members of uh, Blood, the cast of Blood and Blood Out. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I met. Oh, I uh, think you told me, right? Yeah, the yeah. skinny guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Cruz uh, they, in the movie, but his name is uh, Jesse Bordego. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I met him and I met Miklo one time. Uh, oh, but, shit. But it was not like me and Jesse, I've, he came into Trader Joe's like at least once every month. So mm-hmm. I would see him, and over the span of a year, you see somebody a while, and then before you knew it, he actually gave me his phone number, and he's like, hey, bro, if you, like, I don't know. He's like, we just, every time I saw him, and I go, hey, bro, that's fucking crucito, and he's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and it was don't just lie. like, I swear, I swear, bro, <laughs> I am The first not time you saw him? No, not the first time. Nah, I was, was going to say, eventually. But other people were, other people were saying that. Maybe I didn't say it at the beginning, but you know, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> but people were like crucito. that. Yeah. <laughs> I just think the story was a little bit more richer is fuck because you got more involved in the in the characters they really had time obviously it's like two and a half hours they had yeah. time to like really develop these characters and for you to really like say oh i got a cousin like that or i got a blah 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 like that so it was like i'm not saying american media didn't have that they did but i mean mm-hmm. what what's the the movie's like what an hour and like I, I was thinking that it was like three hours too but it's it's just two hours okay two hours and i think i think I, let him let out what i longer what I like, oh, Blood In, Blood Out, it's long as fuck. I know that. What, what I like about American Me is that it goes back to the 50s. It starts in the, like, I think Whoa. it starts in the 40s. How long is it? This is not right, dude. It's this long, dude. Five hours and 30 minutes. I don't know about that. That's probably like the director's that, extended cut. No way. Whoa. Nah, that's not right. Five hours, it's not possible. They didn't show that in I the know, theater. Dude, I, I know. <laughs> Bro, on the audience ratings, it got a 4.9, dude. <laughs> oh, 4.9? Out of 5. Wow. Oh, out of 5. Okay. Yeah. Um, hold so. on real quick. Box off. All right. Budget was $35 million, right, to make. Mm-hmm. What to make? Box, off, box office came in at $4.4 4 That <laughs> is a fucking flop. Holy shit. If I've ever heard of one. <laughs> they oh, just... it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix right now. 
People just oh, we God. should watch make Katie watch these movies just because fucker. I know. No, I, <laughs> I know it's the next one. Um, oh, okay. I'm trying to find out how long it is on according to IMDb. But anyways, so I like American Me because it starts off in the for- like in the 40s with the Zoot Suit Riots. Right, and then right, it goes right, to the right. 50s and shows them when they're young. In the 60s, in jail, uh, in jail. And then in the 70s, he gets out of jail again. And it's cool because they use the actual, you know, songs from all of those eras. And you see him, like, go through all those right. eras. And that's three the kind hours. of- sh- It's three hours. Three hours. That sounds right. Yeah, that's, and that's the lot. kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Sh- that's the so, kind of so, shit I like is that yeah, spanning that expansive stories like that. So so for some reason, and this is, I've always known this, the mm-hmm. movie has two names. Bound by Honor was the official theatrical name, but for some yeah. reason Blood and Blood Out is the street name. That's what people call it. People call I mean it's basically called like I feel like it's just called Blood and Blood Out. I've never uh, yeah. I think it's one of those I've seen it written bound by honor, then blood in, blood out in like yeah, big yeah, yeah. letters. So three hours, that makes sense. But you really go through these three characters and it's not technically all about the Mexican mafia. It's more no. about the culture of being Latino. Like you have three because, different Yeah. And yeah, and that one, right? They're all three friends and like one have, of them. No, is, they're all family members. They're all brothers. Oh, no, they're brother, related? They're all cousins. Yeah, they're all cousins. Cousins? Okay. Well, they're like one of them ends up being go to jail. One of them's an artist, and one of them goes to like cop. Uh, well, one of, become one of a, a cop. Yeah, one of them's a, uh, one of them's an artist. Yeah, oh, wait, wait, a, a, but he's also a junkie. A junkie artist. A junkie That's artist. Borrego. Yeah, Borrego's the fucking. Uh, he's the fucking junkie artist. He's very gifted and talented. And then you have the fucking straight lace copper who was paid by Benjamin Bratt pre mm-hmm. nose job. So he was had a big old fucking random schnoz. Yeah, yeah. If you could see, I it, have a big nose. Nose. Yeah, he did, bro. He did. Really? Yeah. It's like it's like it was broken. Like you know how when you have that that nose that goes that comes out and it goes. Mm, it's like crooked. Like no, it's just straight out. It just kind of like slopes out immediately, and then that bone kind of just pops out and goes straight down. It's like a pretty big schnoz. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah you see that. Looks like my nose. <laughs> yeah, well, he, thinner. <laughs> and the moment he got his fucking, um, he got his nose job, like he became like a fucking megastar. Started getting into fucking miscongeniality. Yeah, he shit. started getting into fucking what's her name's pants, you know? Um, what's her name? Which one? That fucking girl, that hot one. Sandra Bullock. He fucked her? Dude, they were dating yeah. for a minute. Hell yeah. Hella sexy. <laughs> they had a mad crush on her, bro. <laughs> Really? That's such a fucking yeah for uh, the movie nah. speed. Oh, from speed. I get when she was young. Uh yeah. <laughs> but, but this movie was it actually is really good. American Me. I think you should watch it again cuz I think you uh, appreciate only if you it. watch Bomb Bonner. I would I'm we're, I'm going to anyway, so we might as well watch them this week. I think you would like I think you'd really like it. I, I, think, I think you yeah. I think you might be right because you know this was a, like 1994 or something, yeah, three or right. something, and the trailers back then were just fucking awful. You know, it's like when in a world where three right, Mexican right, right, guys right. are up against it all. So right, maybe right. that's why it looks so shitty. Was the trailer was like ridiculous? But if anyone hasn't seen these movies, they should totally watch them. But what was interesting is I showed it to Christina. I don't know if you've heard of this other movie, but it's like one of the three movies that had any success that was about Mexican people was uh my family have you heard of that mi familia yeah yeah that's another one with that i've seen only once i think i saw it in school actually but it has edward james almost as well mm-hmm. it has jimmy smith 
uh, Isai Morales, who you guys would recognize if you looked them up. But anyways, that one. That was so, like a 95, right? Let me see. Yeah, 95. So Christina was like, she loves that movie because she's like, this one is more like her experience. And I, th- yeah, what? I mean, it's a sweeter. I mean, this movie's not as like, cr- it's obviously not a it's violent not, gangster not movie a like American Me. Movie. Yeah, no. yeah. It's, it's basically a great, um, a great movie about slice of life, right? Yes, very slice of life, actually. And she lo- she likes she loves that movie, but so she was like, first off, she was blown away by like all the bu- violence, not in a good way. She's like, it was so violent and yeah, so yeah. fucked up. I mean, one point they rape a guy and then stab him in the asshole <laughs> with a with like a fucking <laughs> jagged knife. I know, I know. It's, it's reality, bro. It's reality. <laughs> and uh, so that movie is, is crazy, but. And she was saying like, but she didn't feel like she related to it as much because in my family, they're immigrants. These guys are not immigrants. Bro. They're Chicanos. They've been <laughs> here from since the, for a yeah. hundred years, you know, generations. Yeah, the one, they got here. kicked out of fucking Chavez Ravine and shit when they built Dodger Stadium. That, those kind yeah. those Mexicans, you know. Exactly. So she didn't really relate to, to those people because, I mean, even if you look at the guy in American Me, he's like third generation Mexican yeah. here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The guys in my family, I guess, are more like first generation, Mi which familia. is which is what she is, first generation. So she's like, I didn't really relate you to know the what? story that I, much. All right, so there, there, there is actually a trifecta, maybe a, maybe like five movies that really encapsulate the American, the Mexican American. Okay. All right, what would you say is, is one of them? So Mi Familia, yeah. we'll go Blood and Blood Out, American, American Me, Me. Okay. two more. Which one would you say? La Bamba. <laughs> La Bamba. Isa <laughs> Morales, the same there guy in Mi Familia. That's why you'd recognize He's him. He's Bob. And him, yeah. oh my God, that was like the fucking. I, I, to this day, bro, La Bamba is one it's of my movie. favorite fucking movies. Oh, I know the other one. Selena. Selena. And they're all with Edward James almost, <laughs> yeah, except for Blood and killing Blood it. Out. For real, for real. So the, I mean, he's a great actor, for he real. Is. Like he really is. Yeah, I love all those movies. Actually, uh, Blood In and Blood Out is the only one I saw once. The all those other ones I've seen. Blood well, actually, Blood my family. I think I only saw that once too. But so I remember Blood it being good. Blood In Blood Out. In my opinion, and I know um, uh, American Me was had the fucking more of the hits of like you hear War and you hear all the fucking good songs and shit. Oh, so yeah. in Blood and Blood Out, they didn't exactly have that kind of budget, right? So they, they you did hear and shit, you right? did have a, a few a few ones that they got like you know a few um, what do you call it um, music rights, but yeah. the original soundtrack the, the the score is actually really fucking dope. Like really? there's some signature songs to this day. If I hear it, like I, they they have one with like a trumpet, <laughs> and you're just like oh, when you hear it, you're like oh shit. Let's go! Like I'm just getting back into it, you know. So you, I think you'll appreciate that because it's very one thing okay. I really like about American, uh, not American Me, Blood and Blood Out over because of over American Me is the the tones of the uh, Day of the Dead, the Dia de los Muertos. Okay. They had they tie that in very well, and it's like it's such like it it it's the culture is rich, and I feel that it just it didn't go. The movie was long enough, three hours, that it just didn't go into the fucking sodomy and the fucking <laughs> and the it murder. Was, is it rated R as well? Yeah, dude. It is. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they show titties in it and everything. That's tight. Uh, but it just seemed a little, like, I grew up, and it sounds crazy. I mean, I think 
I grew up in a poor area, so gangs were very real. Like, yeah. like they were like, so just seeing like how these little troublemakers, these little traviesos, these little fucking mm-hmm. mocosos, these dirty Mexican motherfuckers, mm-hmm. how things can get out of hand really quick. Like, yeah. I, I had a few moments when you just kind of start rolling with the wrong people. And if anybody out there who rolls, whoever rolled with the wrong crowd before, this one's for you. No, uh, but it's like you, you're doing shit. And then, you know, you're like, oh, let's uh, egg a house. Let's do this. And then all of a sudden it kind of escalates. And then you're like, let's let's spray paint someone's fucking house or someone's uh, wall. You spray paint a wall. And then you're like, let's steal someone's car radio. And you're like, yo, like. <laughs> what you know what I mean? Keep on taking, like taking it up a notch. They keep on taking it up a notch, and before you know it, you have a gun in your hand, and someone hey, fucking confronts this you. Bitch. They're like, "Here's, I have my dad's gun. I found it in the fucking in his closet next to his pornos. Rob some food." And they're like, "Nah, hold the gun, and I'm gonna break into the car. And what I want to, you know, just keep through and You fucking look, you keep and watch. Then the cops roll up, and then no, no, and some dude rolls the up, and no, no, some dude rolls up. Says, "What are you doing? That's my car." And you're like, and then, and then all of a sudden. Yeah, just wrote a fucking blood in blood out too. Blood, blood out. <laughs> blood, blood out. But um, yeah, yeah, that is funny. I I I wonder what um like Australia our Australian listeners are gonna think of these movies. They they're probably not like I'm I'm gonna say if anybody out there who's listening to us they and you guys want to watch these movies just know that if you watch them you're gonna get closer to me and Cheech like <laughs> that's all I'm saying and what I mean by that is that you're gonna experience and it, look granted they are movies they're hyper realities they're not as dramatic yeah. that's what a movie is but there is a lot of truisms in there they and I one thing I really like on Blood and Blood Out is they cover the racism. When the cop was like really mm. going after that guy, he goes, "Hey, you do this shit to people in Beverly Hills, eh?" And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like it's like, oh shit, you're right. Because like, you know, and they they expose uh, you know the the locals versus cops, and it's just like a really cool thing where like you can outsmart mm-hmm. the cops if you're a local because the fucking cops just don't know the streets like the fucking like you know like you know the streets. So it's cool shit. Mm-hmm. And all I can say is that I don't think anyone's. I think they might think it's cheesy. They might think it's whatever. But if if you're gonna watch these movies, just know that we we find it we find a little fucking a warm little cozy spot in these movies that we really like and that resonate with us. I think you gotta give them a little bit of uh, leniency because it was a long time ago. So it's like some of the characters are like cast in the American me. Like some of them are cast a little weird. Yeah. Like. Like, okay, I know that guy in real life does not talk like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know who's selling it. Edward James almost is selling it. He does yeah. really talk like that. He sounds legit as fuck. Yeah, but then good. you got the the other guy, JD, who actually is a good actor. I can't think of his name, but he's uh-huh. been in a bunch of shit. You'd recognize him. And, well, actually, I didn't recognize him. I had to look it up, and I was like, holy shit, that's this dude? And mm-hmm. But he does a good job. But then you get to some of the side characters where they're like... Mm, yeah. your accent's a little funky bro so i think you got to get look past that a little bit and well, then i mean it's different when you're making a mainstream movie american meme was very mainstream blood and blood mm. out was not blood and blood out was more like a little underground an indie but even say even that being What's said it? it was still have what'd you say 30 million 35 budget? million dollar budget uh, that's kind of a lot it is not it's not kind of a lot it's a lot of money dude. <laughs> yeah um what was American Me's budget, I wonder? 
I don't know. Let's find out right now. It only made thirteen million at the box office, so hopefully less than that. <laughs> wow, I don't no. think so. That looked like an expensive movie just okay. based off of the music alone. There's like like ten, twelve like hit songs in that movie. Right. Um, and then a lot of locations, a lot of prison shit, a lot of what do they say? So thirteen million you said it made, right? Um, yeah. According to Wikipedia at least. Um, and their budget was what sixteen million. Okay, so they lost a little bit less yeah. than Blood Out. <laughs> yeah, Blood and Blood Out was a fucking flop. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm and you know what? By, uh, okay, I think, but I, obviously, there is just this um, Mexican people just supporting Mexican shit because Mexican people love Blood in Blood Out. They love American Me. They love wow. Selena. They love all of these movies we just mentioned, and it's like. They're not the best. I mean, they're so, not. All right, so check this out. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm confused here. Okay. Blood in Blood Out says that this movie is five hours and thirty minutes. Bound by Honor, it says it's three hours. I'm telling you, I think they released another version that was five hours. Wow, dude. I don't know who's watched it, but yes, wow. I think they That's did release where all another the version. Went to bro. Five hours worth wow. of movie, yeah, yeah, dude. Are you kidding? I, I, I don't even know fucking Tarantino and his fucking yeah. never dare do a five-hour that's, movie. I mean, that's true. He's like, who the fuck did this guy think he was? Who wrote? Who directed this? Taylor Hackford. Yeah. Thought, who the fuck? How did he get so much money for know, this fucking movie? Oh well, he he produced Ray. He produced Blood In, Blood Out. I guess he's just Oh, yeah, yeah. Things. Lump Bomb Bunner, Dolores Clareborn. Okay. Well, yeah, he did, you know. But what had... did he do before that that oh, got him the, the clout? He produced The Comedian? Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, with fucking, with Robert De Niro. So, yeah, the dude probably put up, he probably has a lot of financiers. Oh, he produced La Bamba. Oh, shit. Nice catch, dude. <laughs> Blood and mm. blood. La Bamba. Fuck. Um, but I think the other, th- the other thing that I was talking about was that was interesting is that like you were, like you were saying, you relate to this movie. Christina didn't relate to this movie. I relate to it. Not as much as like going back and seeing them in the fifties and shit. Like it kind of reminds me, it makes me think of like my dad, like back then, mm. because you know, he probably dressed like them. He was no, he didn't live. He did live in Santa Ana and shit. So it was a little bit gangstery but yeah. i don't think he really even that's i don't think he ever culture, really got though, into that dude. shit that's yeah. just really a part of our like chicano culture is like you're not in gangs but necessarily like like you felt that was a way for you to be protected on the streets because the yeah. police didn't really protect you well he did talk about that like they had race riots at his high schools all the time and yeah. it's like basically you know nobody really started there was a ton more white people but because the mexican guys mm. were all together like you start a fight with one Mexican guy, the Me- the other Mexicans are going to fight you back. So it's like they had a, I don't think he was in gangs, but you know, they did have each other's back like that. And so I think that's what it reminds me of, you know what I mean? And which why this one relates to me. And I don't think like a movie about immigrants necessarily relates to me. I can empathize, but it doesn't re- re- relate the same because I feel like, you know, most of my family was, 
are more Chicanos than, uh, um, as you good. might say, uh, paisas. <laughs> right? No paisas. <laughs> no paisas. You know what I mean? Or yeah. or the word that I learned from Christina, I never even heard the word before, was chunti. Have you heard that? Chunti. <laughs> yes. Chunti. it's like, yeah. So I learned that from her. Like, they're chuntis. Like, they're just chuntis. fresh over the border. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And like that's hilarious. I haven't I heard that one in a minute, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's the chuntis. word, man. They're like they're chuntis and and paisas and shit like that. And mm. you know, I more relate to these Chicano shit. Well, Chicano is like it's basically a Mexican American, right? And I think yeah. there's a there there is um there's also a few other movies, and I think Born in East LA is is arguably to be one of the movies to be uh considered for the mexican mexican american mexican american <laughs> it's with cheech marion um yeah. you know born in yeah. like he was doing this shit before a lot of people and you got to give him props and he he had paul rodriguez that's a funny movie that. oh it's a it's great a movie. movie it's great yeah. it's not but it's it's not it's not like a a, a, a tale of how mexican culture is it's more of a mexican comedy yeah, where it's like you know you would see black comedies, you see fucking whatever my uh, mm-hmm. Asian comedies and Greek comedies. So like now it's like that was basically like a early version of and how daring is that, right? Like you have somebody in the eighties gonna invest in I Cheech know. Marin from Cheech and Chong. I mean, I feel like they can't even get that shit made today. Like, there would nah. be a movie that come out like that. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah, no, it's crazy, dude. Um, so that's why I, re- yeah. I I really did like that show Vita. I loved it, of course, because it's like holy shit! Like there's all these Mexican people, and some of them were and actually not, Mexican. And it's not, <laughs> it's not, and it's not completely cheesy. Like don't get me wrong, no. George Lopez did it, but yeah. it was just not. I mean, I by, like by the, George by the time George Lopez, Lopez got, by the time George he Lopez created got a character shit, out of it. You did. know what I mean? It wasn't true to life. It was. A sitcom. It was and it wasn't. You know what I mean. He got a sitcom when sitcoms were on the way out. He like mm. he didn't get it in the heyday of fucking you know home improvement and fucking you know. He was a little towards the end of it. Towards the end, like everybody loves Raymond. Even was at the tail end, but still, even the like King the of King Queens. of Queens. But yeah. by then, like those were slump. Those were going low, and and George Lopez was a part of that like last class of like sitcoms what i like about vita is that it's very true to life and i just like those i like that i like to i like those those experiences mm-hmm. they're just really like they really just hit home if someone who could really express that is just to have a special they have a special part in my in my soul for them you know i'm just like mm-hmm. damn dude you can fucking like when you see fucking bob on fucking la bamba and he's just like <laughs> that bob that bob character is just so good you know what i mean I like, I think so the other th- thing I liked about uh, Vida is because they were like they were Mexican, but like you know one of them was basically act- acted like a white girl you know yeah, most of the totally. time and she kind of embraced it but later on in the show but like you know she was dating a white dude right li- you know living in L A fucking all know, know, <laughs> or wherever she was yeah, from yeah, San yeah. Francisco or some shit in the beginning there's a few scenes there's a few scenes that I fucking really like in Vida and one of them that really got me was the one where she was partying. 
um, with her friends. When she was her, naked? Her rich, yeah, that, her, 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 <laughs> that scene got me. Her, her rich friends, she was partying with like her rich friends in the hills and then they had a, a Mexican maid, right? And then like they yeah. were spilling stuff and the maid was picking stuff up and then yeah. she was felt like a little out of place there because she was just considered like the the like exotic fucking hoe who's gonna like just give it up or whatever. And even though she kind of was she, that. But which she, she did, wanna, yeah. <laughs> So, and then she ended up leaving and then she was on the bus mm-hmm. home because she didn't have a ride and she was on the bus with the fucking Mexican cleaning lady and they were both leaving at the mm-hmm. same time. So it was just one of those things where you're like, at the end of the day, you're still a brown person. Like no matter how much fucking you want to pretend that you're this, you're that, <laughs> but you know, it's like, you know, kind of like what kind of how black people feel. I, I feel it sometimes is that like, even if you're rich and you're you're famous yeah you still get discriminated against. You know what I mean? It's still, you're not mm. immune to, to cops pulling you over and, and giving you, um, the third degree just because of the color of your skin. You know what I mean? What's also interesting. I've been, uh, well, have you heard you? I told you I was playing with this band called Los Yesterdays. Yeah. So, I mean, that's their, they play, I told you the last time they play soldies, they play oldies, <laughs> the new oldies. But they're fucking blowing up a little bit. Their video on YouTube, their song, Nobody's Clown, mm. it's all Mexican. I mean, it's a straight up puppet with a clown <laughs> face on, you know, let, as it could have been painted on somebody's hood. <laughs> and uh, it, the puppet's name is El Triste. And it, <laughs> <laughs> and Nobody's Clown, it hit 2 million views. Wow. So they're starting to blow up a little bit. Even uh, Rafael Torres... Friend, uh, friend of the show who's been listening for a long time, who I think lives in Chicago, was like, "Oh, I love that song, Nobody's Clown." And then Whoa. I went to um, Christina's house, and then some of her co- cousins are like, you know, kind of cholos, and they were like, "Oh my god, we love that song." Los- you know, oh, because she was like, "Oh, where's Michael?" And he's like, "Oh, she's he's playing with a, a different band tonight." And they're like, oh, what band is he playing with? And they're like, oh, this band called Los Yesterdays. They're like, Los Yesterdays? We love that song, Nobody's Clown. And it's kind of, it's kind of crazy because this is the first time anything I've ever been a, related to has actually been recognized by name by anyone. But it's a very yeah. small segment. I mean, obviously, it's like California yeah. Mexicans yeah. and shit. Right, right, but, right, right. And speaking of that, we played in Santa Ana over the weekend. Yeah, at a you know, of course we played in Santa Ana, and there is, <laughs> which is very cholo place. <laughs> yeah, cholo and um, but it was a little tiny bar, but they packed the little house, man, or we packed the little house. I was playing with them, yeah. and um, this is interesting, man. It's all like going into that. I think there's a little bit of a. It's it's our people's time, man. <laughs> you no, know I what so. I mean? Look, I'm not I'm not mad at it. I'm here for it. You know. I hope so too. Yeah. I'm like I'm definitely at like there's there's just a few people who um yeah I think now I, th- I, I it's such a weird thing because I think with this with diversity Black Lives Matter and people just really you know there's a real there's a real time to kind of come forward as as like. And be proud of your heritage. I know um, a, lo- a lot of my culture growing up was like English only at the table. And basically you want to blend in and be American. You know what I mean? It was kind of an interesting time. Like mm-hmm. You were almost ashamed of your culture and you would have to hide it. And I grew up kind of that way, dude. I grew up not really well, like. It was, it 
the yeah. 60s. Well, you did, <laughs> you did too, though. I mean, I'll, I feel that there is a little bit of that. Like, and I know it's like, well, what do you mean? I'm a California, like, Latino. It's not the same. But it, there is a little bit yeah. of, like, a, not I say ashamed, but you know what I mean? There's a little shame behind it. You know what I mean? I think I think there's a one interesting difference, even though that my brothers and sisters have experienced it too like you know feeling a little bit out of place because they mm. were hispanic and we went to a lot of white high schools yeah <laughs> and totally. but i think i do have a little bit of a different experience because both of them look pretty white mm-hmm. you know both of them have white pretty white skin yeah, and true. and brown hair you know what i mean yeah, brown, yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm i basically like you're saying, like you can't hide. Like I can't hide. Obviously, yeah, I got brown skin. Yeah. I got black hair. I got you know what I mean. I got yeah. the fucking Benjamin Bratt first bad nose. <laughs> the pre money, the pre no yeah. money nose. Poor Benjamin Bratt nose. Right. <laughs> and uh, you know what I mean. So I think even with between yeah. our family, but you know what I mean. I've always felt I never really. So I think what's interesting with David, like I don't think he had a ton of Mexican friends. Where mm-hmm. and then Kathleen, she had a lot of white friends, but she just had a lot of friends in general. And I had friends that were both. Actually, I hung out with a lot of people that were. I actually had my best friends in high school were black dudes that were half. So my one, mm-hmm. my best friend was my buddy Jimmy. He's half Chinese, half African, and then my other buddy is half black, half uh, I think like El Salvadorian. Okay, so it's like. Interesting that I felt obviously some sort of relationship with them where right. I kind of feel like that half too because I'm kind right. of like very Americanized, but I'm also, I'm brown. So what am I going to mm-hmm. do? You know what I mean? So I kind of mm-hmm. interesting that those were the people I ended up hanging out with. You know what I mean? No, a bunch of halves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bunch of halfies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like, yeah, I, I don't... I, like I just said right now, it's like, I think now I'm like really kind of, I'm sad because I did, I, I don't know why I just didn't want, I wanted to be white, you know, that's just basically what mm. it came down to is like, they, like, you just thought like, oh, I hung out around white people, listened to rock music, played rock music. Mm. And uh, it was just like, you identified more with the alternative grunge than I did with fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. it was, um, it was just a different time, you know, I, I don't, I'm mean, when I say I wanted to be white, I mean, it's just it sounds weird to say that out loud but it was kind of true like there was really no way like i don't i'm not gonna try to sugarcoat it or anything but it's okay man you'll be white once you get that tesla (laughs) what now it it feels good to like not have those those thoughts anymore you you know what i mean like um to like be not ashamed but like be proud and not only that like be seen by the industry be that that you're working in jobs and whatnot um you know it's just it's a lot of things has shifted you know what i mean like like have you seen that that movie um sorry to bother you i think it's called it's um it's with uh one of the dudes from atlanta and he goes and Mm. i think it's the dude from atlanta fuck um oh yeah and he's like a phone operator right exactly and you have to have your white Mm -hmm. voice yeah (laughs) you know what i mean so that's basically i felt i felt a little bit like that but i felt so much because you, when you and I talk on the phone, when, when you're talking to somebody, they probably think if they didn't know, if they were white, not saying they wouldn't know that we were Mexican, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't fucking talk like this, eh? What the no, fuck? No, I would <laughs> You know? 
I do. I I think that's interesting too because I did have friends that were more like much more like fucking little cholos in high school and shit. And yeah. it is funny because who you talking to really does dictate how you talk. Because I when I would talk around them, I would kind of end up talking to like them a little bit, and then yeah, I'm hanging out with my true. black friends, and I end right. up talking a little black. You become and a then, chameleon. You become a yeah. little bit of a chameleon. You know what I mean? You had to have different accents. Not necessarily like you had to, but it's like you just naturally do because yeah. that's how they're all talking. So you kind of fit in yeah, that get way. You fit in, bro. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree with that. And uh, but I really never. I don't think that. I think for me, I don't think I ever really felt that way, but I've definitely, being with Christina, I definitely have appreciated Hispanic culture a lot more, Mexican culture a lot more, um, because she appreciates it so much. So I think, like, she's still, it's still very much involved in her day to day life. Like, her parents, her family, people who she loves, they they practice these things, you know, like having like a carne asada on, on Sundays. Every like fucking it, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's just what it is, bro. It's just for, like, for like, for no reason. It's like, we have another carne asada. We just had life. Life. It's a life, bro. And then the, you have a part. It. The other thing is you have a party. It's like, oh, well, let's get like 50 packs of Modelo. Let's get all the mm-hmm, ice, the soda, the, mm-hmm, the taco man. Mm-hmm. Well, who's the party for? Oh, that little one-year-old baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's it. That's, it. You that's why they have so many kids, so they can have a party every week. <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah. funny, and but I do, I fucking, I do honestly love, love it. You know, being a part, more a part of that. Yeah. But I do also love being a part of, being a part of both worlds. You know, in a sense, or being. Well, that's that's us, though. That yeah, really that is. is us. Yeah, that, that is truly a, the definition of us. Because I, I'm going to assume that maybe your family was kind of more leaning towards like well, we would have a barbecue not a carne asada <laughs> you know what i yeah, mean i know i know i know exactly what you mean but like i just when you when you hear someone say hey we're having a carne asada you're like oh shit like that's tight but when someone yeah. says we have a barbecue then then if you show up and then if someone says we're having a carne asada they're like making only carne asada and like you know what yeah. i mean like of course yeah. there's other things on there but it's all like if someone <laughs> says they're coming to a barbecue i'm expecting hot dogs and weenies like you know what i mean like so well, i'm well it depends on how low rent it is but i'm throwing some steak and that's the interesting thing that like that's a difference right there hmm. christina really never ate steak yeah in her life i had a carne asada because i'm fat i eat bomb. everything but and it's bomb but she had never really had steak so now since All she's right. been with me now she like like steak and carne asada just like me it's but sad. i think that but you know what fucking the mexican food has broken in dude because everyone eats that shit if you go Bro, to people's house and they're having me. a barbecue and you show up it's carne asada now and this dude yeah. is a white dude you know yeah. what i mean don't matter well like like food's said- just lit you said about your dad earlier about how, you know, he grew up in, like, the Zoot Suit era. I don't know, whatever. Well, I'm not so, that old. The 50s and okay. 60s. Early 60s. Okay, shit. okay, okay. Um, so he grew- <laughs> He's not that old. <laughs> well, I don't know, dude. There's still Zoot Suits in the 60s. Anyway, um, I don't know. But so he grew up in that in that era. He's in, he's an American. How about your mom? Is she, was, she was, was she in Mexico or was she here? Same. So Same. it's just like, she yeah. Was, like She was a teenager, like, in the late <clears> 60s. <throat> so her their parents both came from Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Uh, that's how, that's not how all my... of them, but yeah, maybe three of them were. One of them was already oh, here. Gotcha, it was like gotcha. already second generation, I think. Okay, cool. So yeah, bo- all, all four of my grandparents, they ba- they came from Mexico. But your parents were from here. My parents so were from here, yeah. yeah. So I'm like basically, by my, you know, that's the reason 
why is like as you get further removed right from the culture you're Mer- american and then one generation another generation whatever i mean your your wife mm-hmm. is uh she's fresh off the boat as they say you know <laughs> i don't know they don't even say that that's like uh, the wrong race. no it's the, it's the boat <laughs> uh fresh off the the, the canal swimming uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, because like, look, she, I think are you generation. trying to say wet back? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to say wet back. Um, trying to say it without saying it. <laughs> but yeah, so she she grew up in Mexico, or she she her parents? No, no, did? no, no. Her parents, her I parents. Think, came. Like, I, I would have wear no wet back. I got <laughs> married no wet. <laughs> no, her parents came when, when her mom was like uh, a little girl when she came. Right. Yeah, you know, but they they're all they're, she's first generation, and she's. Which is what she does now for work. Like she great. Has, works in a program at the you know university level where she's trying to help first generation kids such as herself, right? Um, finish college, right? Right. So well, that's good. That's good. She's news. doing something good, and, uh, and you're not. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> just playing music. Uh, <laughs> nice. But but wait, just wait. Because have you seen the Chica- the Mexican cholos from Japan? Yeah, I have. Have you seen that I shit? <laughs> they uh, look like Mexicans. They're wearing low sunglasses and like, know. you know, maybe some Ray-Bans real. and shit. Real, you can't dude. see their eyes, but when you take down their, <laughs> their lenses, you see Asian eyes it's underneath. So crazy. I've seen that shit before. <laughs> but they got low riders and all that shit. It's so funny. What is what a trip, dude. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Um, but this was the fucking most Mexican episode we've ever done. Well, you know, when you, when you get rid of the Italian, it's <laughs> When over. you get rid of the the cheese curds. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what do we have to what are we watching again? What's what's the, what's um, the thing? White Lotus and Bad Trip. Oh man. All right. Well, I think we just get into them on Friday. We're just going to get into them and just going to get over it like a band-aid. Okay, all right. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Well, you guys uh know the drill. If you haven't seen them, you have a few days to watch them so you can follow along with your boys and mm-hmm. gals, hopefully. Bad hopefully. Trip is on Netflix and White, White Lotus, Lotus is on is HBO on Max. HB Izzo. Yeah. Um cool. We'll see y'all on Friday. Later. <laughs>